and welcome to the Amber Stitt Show. I am your host, Amber Stitt, and we welcome back Carly and Julie today for a second episode about Pathways to Wellness. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So Julie's in the hot seat, but in a good way today, because I want to talk about the technology that she provides to patients. And I could share it my way and I could talk about my analysis and that would be good for me. But I want people to know really the history behind it and things that Julie can provide for people. It's been instrumental in my life, also with other family members and other friends. And so, Julie, I want to talk more about the science you provide, the technology behind your work. So I'm going to pass the mic to you. (laughs) Thank you. Well, there's something that I always like to share because I think it's that personal touch of the experience that people need to understand the backdrop of how the cell beam technology was actually created. Our founder is a gentleman by the name of Ian Lyons. He's actually based out of originally Hamburg, Germany, now in Mm -hmm. Malaysia. He does not have any natural children himself, but he and his wife of 40 some odd years have adopted 28 children over the space of 24 years. What he found in adopting these individuals early on, you know, they did not come with any history. They did not come with, you know, an understanding of what was maybe genetic predispositions to certain illnesses or anything along those lines. And so Ian went in search of a way in which he could dig into, you know, the depths of those individuals' biological soul, if you will, and Mm -hmm. understand what was going on with them so that he could serve them as best possible in, you know, their nutritional needs and their journey, you know, through life and so on. And so together with a variety of different medical professionals and scientists across the world, really, he developed the cell wellbeing technology, which gave them the ability to look at the science of epigenetics. Genetics and epigenetics really is the study of how your gene pool, your DNA, is actually expressed. And what I love about this particular technology and this science is we're not necessarily doomed by our genetic pool. You know, so many people say to us over and over again, you know, I've got history of cancer in my family or diabetes or heart disease. And the science now indicates that only about 2% of our destiny is controlled by those genes. So 98% of how those genes are expressed literally can be altered in how we live our life, nutrition that we take in, Mm -hmm. obviously exercise, sleep, all of those different things are the environment that's going to dictate how those genes are expressed. So for me, this science has been so profound because it really gives people that hope. And, you know, I know the old adage is knowledge is power. It is so true, though, in a situation like this, because when you can provide someone with information that these particular nutrients are affecting these organ systems or the way in which their body is sort of coping through life and aging, these environmental issues are also impacting, you know, Mm -hmm. your gene expression in a particular way. You give them that information, you give them the tools to respond to those needs, whether they be nutritional deficiencies or those environmental exposures. Mm -hmm. And now they can change the way in which those influences are affecting not just their overall health, but how they feel and how their body is, you know, going to go forward in age. So this technology, like I said, for me, um, and so for all the clients that I've seen, I've probably done somewhere close to about 5,000 scans through the mm-hmm. years that I've been using this technology. Every single one of them are different because not only are all of us different, but all of the exposures that we have are different. And it's one of the reasons also why this technology really is designed to be 
a process. We don't want to get a single snapshot of what's going on with an individual. We want to look at how those nutritional imbalances are being affected and impacted, if you will. We want to see by doing a retest and a rescan on them, usually mm -hmm. about 90 to 120 days later, did we acknowledge and, and get rid of that environmental exposure that was having that effect on an individual's health? And I want to touch, you know, briefly on one of the reasons it's been so important in the NHL business is Individuals come in and their primary goal, obviously, is, you know, to stop the hair loss, to, you know, speed up that hair recovery growth and so on. And so often people think about nutrition as an element of that, but they don't really consider the dramatic effect that environmental exposures have on that element of our body. And I kind of describe it in this way, and it's rather simplistic, but I think it helps people understand, you know, our bodies have a finite set of resource to do everything it has to do every day breathing, digestion, all of those different fun things that the body is just naturally going to be performing. That finite set of resource gets partitioned off and thrown against any environmental intrusion that the body is having to deal with, whether it be radiation exposure or toxic metals or parasites or that EMF exposure, which stands for electromagnetic mm -hmm. frequencies, all those devices in life, our you know, cell phones, our computers, all of those things can have a dramatic influence on our body. So when one of those intrusions comes in and the body is trying to cope with it, it takes that finite set of resource and it dig, you know, develops and throws a lot of it against getting rid of that outside entity. The body knows it's not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. What's the last thing in our body that's going to get resource? It's our hair and our skin. Those are not life-sustaining kinds of efforts of the body. So until we eliminate that exposure, that environmental issue from the body, we're never going to free up that resource to give back to all of the efforts we're putting into that hair regrowth and, you know, the stopping of the shedding and so on. We're never going to be able to be as successful as we could be until we remove that outside environmental related issue. And unfortunately, most of those environmental issues don't come with symptoms. So they operate oh. in the background. They do a lot of damage. They prevent us from doing a lot of the things that we want our body to be doing naturally because we don't many times even know that they're there. But, but Julie, I want the audience to know that you do not have to have hair loss to then do this report. This report in itself is important for wellness, for your body, just mm -hmm. all pieces of it. And it's a report that you get about 30 pages or something, right? Each person's report will be different. The overall style of the report remains the same, but everyone has a different result. And you do a consultation, you spend time with people to walk through that. Gosh, there's so many things. I, I wanted to also bring up that the micronutrient piece of this, when you're talking about something's entering our body and our bodies are trying to kind of fight that. I read a book a long time ago called The Naked Calorie. And it was almost like your body's a checking account that wakes up with $0 every day. And it's what are we adding, like adding money to our body as we deplete the resources through stress and exercise and alcohol alcohol or whatever it might be. When you work with the report, Julie, and you're saying, okay, these are the environmental triggers that are causing yourself some problems. There could be deficiencies. And you check the box when you go through the report and say, you need these micronutrients, aka vitamins or supplements. You don't need all the other things. And in the USA, and you mentioned a, a German report, I didn't know all the other story behind the founder, but we do things very interestingly here in the US where we're being told that we need to have this one a day vitamin, these certain supplements and people mosey around sprouts and they're buying this or that because, oh, that's good for this and this and that. 
but we're wasting money sometimes or causing some issues because we're taking things that we don't need. And you guys can explain it better. But with Julie's process, you take the information, the research per person, and then you customize a supplement checklist essentially. And you can do it within your phone and it's really fast. That's just one element of it. I just, I want to talk about the hair science too, but we need to get right with ourselves, whether or not there's hair loss, because hair loss can come surprisingly at different times. It might not just be like, oh gosh, there's a bald spot. We could have flare-ups that we'll talk about too. So Julie, I just wanted people to kind of, I know I've been through the process, but they might not know. There's a a lot of information and you even see in my reports, radiation, and that came from a mammogram and I was doing a lot of travel and you gave me some solutions to help remove that because it doesn't just go away right away. And so do you want to, I don't know, speak to that at all? Sure. And I think one of the things that's really important too, we test families oftentimes that come in and, you know, maybe the mom will come in and they'll do an analysis and a test and they'll discover that they have mold exposure mm-hmm. and they're so worried about their children or their spouse or something. And so they'll bring other family members in. Oftentimes, even though individuals live under the same roof in the same dwelling, their exposure to it, their sensitivity to that issue is not equal. So it's really important to understand that this is an individualized, very personalized evaluation of what is affecting that particular person at that space and time. And it's also true that, you know, I once had a colleague say to me, if you have a pulse, you have parasites. We all have parasites in our body. It's just a question of whether or not our body is a welcoming host to allow that, you know, parasite activity to flourish Or if our body is strong enough, our immune system is capable of suppressing that growth of that particular organism. And so our goal here, again, is ever-changing. All of those different circumstances in life are constantly evolving. And we want to make sure we stay in front of any of those things that maybe haven't even developed as symptoms yet. And that's one of the beauties of the report is we see our bodies are very intuitive. It sees those things that are stress points inside the system, whether it be nutritional imbalances or some environmental issue that's just kind of, you know, peeking into our body, it lets us see those things so that we can react and adjust to them and hopefully not allow them to develop into something that is, you know, a chronic issue and or something that is showing up in the form of, you know, dramatic symptoms for us. And you're right, we are able to look at this information regardless of the person's circumstance, whether or not they feel they're, you know, entirely healthy, they're on their game, they feel really good. There's still tweaks we can always make. It's about Mm -hmm. optimizing your individual body. And one of the other things that happens very frequently is people will come into us and they'll say, you know, I went in and had, you know, my blood work done and my doctor said, everything's fine. Everything's in the range. You know, I should be feeling well, but I don't. Something's not right. And that's where we really can dig into those individual macro and micronutrients, look at those environmental issues and define exactly what needs to be tweaked. And that's something I know, you know, Carly and I talk to people about regularly is, you know, we shouldn't be attached to the results of just a blood panel. We use all these various Mm -hmm. tools to get every piece of information we can extract so that we can make the best recommendation and and provide the best solutions for people. And Carly, the little boy, do you remember the story about the eight-year-old? He had whey protein issues? Just came in actually yesterday. He's Uh, in college now. I just about passed out. Um, Yes. And, you know, and I think just to reiterate that this test is for anybody who is feeling like, they are not feeling right. 
something's going on. They can't put their finger on it. Their labs are within range. And like Julie said, the first things to show that we're not feeling well is a lot of times our skin changes, our hair Mm -hmm. changes, because we're robbing those resources to put them somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And that's why this test is so great because we are getting the hairs that are actually in your scalp that has been marinating in your blood. So it's collecting data and it's giving us 12 weeks of data versus labs that can be a few days of what's going on in your system. Well, talk about that, Carly. People come in and what do they, how do you start the test? Yeah, so what we do is typically we'll always ask for labs with whatever your concern Mm -hmm. is. It could be, it doesn't even have to be hair loss, but they'll come in. What we do is we take four to five hairs out from an area in your scalp. And we've all heard of tests where you can kind of clip the hair. The problem is, is this been exposed to a lot? We want what's going on with your cells Mm -hmm in the actual scalp. And Julie can speak to this more. She's the expert on that. But basically, in a nutshell, when we take that out, we have a machine that actually reads rings and rings and rings of data that's been collected and stored. So it's telling us everything that you've been exposed to. So instead of us doing labs and saying, well, your iron is good, you know, your hormones are okay, you know, yeah, you're on the high end, but you're still within range. Now we say, well, yeah, but we see that you have all these other issues that could be definitely exasperating your concerns that you're giving us. And it is probably one of the neatest things to see when people's lights go off, because we don't know. (laughs) Julie has no idea of their background. We take these tests, we go through, we figure out if they're a good candidate. She's going in and she's reading this report with knowing some medical charts, but they don't, she doesn't know everything that they've been going Mm -hmm. through. And she starts doing it. And you can see that they're just like, you got to be kidding me. This is exactly how I've been feeling. Mm. That's really neat to be a part of someone's journey to finally get some answers on things that they have wanted to know for a long time. So with the boy that you're referring to, (laughs) cutest kid, hockey player, and been- Does he have hockey hair then? Yeah, he had (laughs) hockey hair, um, but he started to lose hair in the back and it got to the size of a softball. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's 12 years old and he's trying to have his mom put like concealer, things like that to help Mm -hmm. hide it. And, you know, that hurts a kid at that age. You already don't want to stick out in middle Mm -hmm. school. And they'd been to countless doctors and had heard about us and came over. And the first thing we did was we did a hair analysis. And what we found out was before each hockey game, he was getting a protein shake because they had taken everything out of his diet. Because again, a lot of times people think, well, we just need to eat clean. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes those items could be kale. It could be apples that you're having an intolerance to. It's not about eating just clean. It's about what does your body having a hard time breaking down? And his was whey. And he was getting that in his shakes. And there was something else. And I I know, Julie, was it metals? EMS. EMS. Yeah. So the... Screen time. um, So we made some changes and his hair came back. He's actually now in another flare up. You know, this has Mm. been 10 years. And so we did another hair analysis. Julie actually had the hair analysis with him yesterday. Oh, wow. And so it's neat to be able to see, okay, here's a list of things that are populating. Now he's in college whole nother realm of different things. And we know 
that your body, again, we talked about this, we're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Some of us, when we get stressed, we get acne. Some of us get hives. Some of us lose our hair. And that could be just how we process the stress. And so we want to build up your immune system as much as possible, not just say, here's a great Nutrafol or Viviscal, or here's a generic vitamin out there. We're going to hope that something sticks. We want to see truly what you're needing and not have you take a handful of vitamins, right? Just expensive urine. I mean, let's whittle that down. So you actually are fine tuning your supplement routine. For my friends out there that their husbands are going to get the topical for whatever. Like you said in the first episode, you're already 50% gone when you're starting to see some of the shininess. And we'll talk about some of the clues, but I think that's why your age group must have changed too. a little bit younger because if you can help them early on with some of these things, as you go through the science behind it, you can kind of build it that system, that process, but it does need to be tweaked as environmental. Like you said, his dorm room or wherever he might be in college, the environment might change yeah. and stress might be different. Julie, are there any common myths that people come to you with? And you're like, no, no, no. Is there anything that's just like, here it is again, that most of us think as experts Googling around that you can dispel with this report? Well, I I think one of the main values, and we've kind of touched on it, you know, in this last little conversation is the effect of stress on the body. People, especially women, as Carly had mentioned earlier, we tend to internalize that. We hold it in. We don't let it escape. And unfortunately, you know, for all of us, our bodies are going to react differently to that internal stress that we're trying to suppress and push down inside our system. And to talk about this young gentleman, he is a product. His experience right now, this flare-up that he's going through, when you look at the analysis, every single thing, both the nutrient components that are listed, the environmental-related issues, all of those things are screaming of stress. Mm. One environmental issue he has is chemically based. So he's lived in a dorm for the last year. We all understand fully why dorms have to be obviously doing everything they can to cleanse that environment through an excess amount of chemicals. So his body has been through a real insult of Mm. these chemical exposures for the last year. Chemicals surfaced on his report. Not necessarily something he could have changed, but we now understand the impact of those chemicals on the stress and the inflammation inside the system. The other thing, one element of the report looks at emotional stress. And so it's amazing to me when you call it out for someone and it's flagged for them and they see this show up in their report and you dig into the details and say, this is what it means. This is the effect or the impact that it has for you, kind of the outcome of that, you know, that stress that we're suppressing. This is what's going to occur. As Carly mentioned, you can have skin breakouts, you can have rashes, you could have, you know, hair loss, you could have all of these different outward signals that, you know, your body needs to relieve itself of that stress in some other way. And so when you're able to kind of take that stress and name it and talk about it and bring it to the surface mm-hmm. and hopefully be able to you know give that individual some tools to address those issues. You're not going to fix stress in people's lives, emotional stress in particular. Mm-hmm. You know, someone's gone through a loss of a loved one or something along those lines. That takes time. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing to me when they see it and they, you know, in the form of this highlighted element of the report and they understand here are some of the ways in which my not coping with that stress is affecting my health. Right. Now they're much more amenable to really going after, you know, some of those solutions. And sometimes it's, you know, food related. Sometimes there's different things that you could do to 
calm the stress that's going on inside that gut system, which is usually where that internal stress manifests. It changes the way our gut operation performs. So you can, again, pinpoint those things, identify them, and help the individual kind of work through those things. And I think one of the other big items of surprise for people mm-hmm. are in those environmental exposures. As I said, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. I've been counseling individuals on nutritional support for over 25 years at this point. To this day, I have never had a single person walk into me and say, I've got brain fog and I'm, you know, just not sleeping well and I'm lethargic. And I'm pretty sure it has to do with that EMF exposure I have. <laughs> right. They just don't All go the same, there. Right, they, right. They attach those things to something else, to nutrition, yeah. to something else that's so um, they believe is the cause yeah. behind it. And so being able to, you know, sort of put the spotlight on those environmental issues and how really intrusive and, da- and damaging they are, I think has been kind of a big surprise and an awakening for a lot of people. Well, you said like you can name it. So there's a statistic that I talk about that the 49-year-old woman, that's the the median age for caregiving. And with caregiving, there's stress and chronic stress, fatigue, other chronic disorders that can come from that. And it's just, if we can build a plan around, I'll do a shameless plug even back to the steps of the Pathways of Peak Performance. If we can build a plan, we can take some action and we can work around that. So if it's tweaking the supplements, great. If it's the environmental, okay, we might need to, to sort through that where the glasses, we've talked about that, Julie, or you might just need to get outside more. I mean, what are the odds of keeping things a little more simple and going back to back then before things got really kind of complex for us, really getting just simplifying our life a little bit, like calling it out just might make it more real. And it's a third party. It's not like somebody in your family is telling you what to do. It's nice that the report can give that unbiased opinion and almost get you that clarity that we got to do something different. So if the blood works okay, and Julie says everything else is okay, and like, okay, but there's still some stress, then maybe it's the conversation. It's there's something else that is happening within you. But I love having that formula that like I was talking about the checking account being out of balance, potentially, we can sort through this and it can shift. I mean, I know you guys have helped me I'll get this crazy itchy scalp if I have butter or gluten. I can't really figure out if it's one or the other, but it happens a lot when I go out to eat. Julie's found pea proteins and my supplements aren't great. So when I'm trying to do less of the other milk products, I really can't find a protein powder. They taste awful if there are any out there. So I have to find other resources, but then you just build a plan around it. So knowledge is key. I think it's the fear of the unknown. It's like Mm -hmm. when people make that call, it's such a big step because they're scared to know what we're going to tell them. And once you get over that, and that to me, I always say, I don't care if I see you a year from it now, at least you're not going to the store and buying all of these things that you hear that are for good for you. Our whole goal is to simplify the health. Mm -hmm. It's to whittle away those supplements. How can you get that organically through food without having to buy more supplements? And that's the exact opposite that you see out there in the industry. They're trying to push supplements that again, it could be changing in 90 days from now. You know, what were your top priorities that you were struggling with? Now we've whittled those down. Now you have some secondary ones and we're going to have to modify things a little bit. But I think that's the key is that if you're not feeling right, I always say with a cancer patient, you know, right away they have cancer. Why? Their skin Mm -hmm. has changed. They have no hair. They have no eyebrows. Their lashes is the last to leave. 
Even before well, chemo? No, during chemo, they'll lose okay. that. So okay. at the very end of chemo though, is when you lose usually mm-hmm. your eyebrows and your lashes. Why is that the first thing when somebody gets diagnosed with cancer, right. that's the first thing they ask is, am I going to have to lose my hair? Mm. Before, if I'm going to lose my breasts or anything, they want to know about that. Why? Mm. Because as women, I'll just talk about women, we don't want to announce what's going on with us. We would like to keep that inside. Interesting. I don't want everybody to know uh-huh. that I have cancer. I'm dealing with something. I don't need to look sick to other people, especially as I'm at the tail end of it. I'm almost done. And now I'm having the bulk of this. So our body is having to take every resource to fight something else in the system. So if you do notice that things are changing, if you're brittle, if you're bloated, if you're Mm -hmm. tired, that is your body on, you know, overload process. And we need to figure out why is it overloaded? Why are you having to take those extra steps? And so that's where these types of testings are crucial. Then if we see something like, let's say metals, it's popping up. Now, instead of us doing more testing, we can just go take a metal test and figure out what are, let's dive in deeper in that one aspect. Yeah, I think my husband had that. So we were thinking, is it the sunscreen? Spray sunscreen before you go out to golf. And there was like the skillets and some other things. We just don't realize wear and tear inside our house. And I know I went a little crazy and you're like, Amber, you don't have to get rid of everything. But even cutting out some candles with high fragrance, I can barely handle them now if I just am around them because I've been without them for so long. So detoxifying and then eventually it'll flare pretty quick once it's been out of your system for so long. Or I feel yeah. like, I don't know if that's true, Julie. No, I think so. And I, the, the best analogy is to you know take someone who's been a smoker in their life and then they quit. And then the next time they're around someone who's a smoker again, they're like, militant. I mean, they can't handle <laughs> yeah. the, you know, the, the smell and the smoke and the damage they can feel it's doing to their lungs and so on. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Once you remove that kind of toxic situation, your body becomes sensitized to those things in the future, which is a good mm-hmm. thing because it's a trigger. It's a signal. Mm-hmm. Your body yeah. is saying to you, this is really something that is not mm-hmm. going to be advantageous for you to be consuming or to be exposed to. Yeah, it's a good. And because this is a genetic testing, what I love about it is that it tells you here's the things that would never work for your system. Uh, like yeah. this is never going to be good for you. And you might say, "I never have that." Well, that's good, but that is why it's showing up on your test because mm-hmm. this is never going to be something that's going to agree with your body. And people are always usually shocked. As Americans, we are creatures of habit. Whatever's easiest and fastest, which doesn't mean it's the best for us, but we get in the habit of eating the same things and our body gets overloaded and our body kind of backs up. And that is why that age gap has gotten so low Mm. that more high schoolers with worse hair loss than their mother and father because they've had so much exposures. And Julie, you can speak to this too. She told me something the other day that blew my mind about kids and their reproductive organs that we're having a big problem with this because what does everybody have? Plastics. They all have the iPads. They have oh. all these electronics right in their lap. And oh my gosh. We yes. are not realizing how much this is affecting them because wow. it's in our car. It's our TV in our room. It's everywhere. We have these exposures. So there's things that you can do. You can't change it. This mm-hmm. is the way our life is, but there's things that we can do right now that helps rid it out of our body. So it's not doing collateral damage, so to speak. 
I don't love that, but that's an awesome thing to share for sure. I'll link up a lot of resources in the description boxes too. I mean, you guys have certainly helped me and other people. And when you feel good, you can do so much more within your work and like for the financial freedom aspect and building wealth. If you don't feel good, it is really hard to stay motivated. And, you know, brain fog can be real, whether it's a virus or your children or someone stressful, like we talked about husbands. I mean, let's cut out as much of the noise as we can with dialing it in and getting the information. And we're all different. And people that go out to eat with me, Carly, you get dairy-free, gluten-free, no alcohol. So I'm, I'm really, really boring. You just have lettuce. Um, you just have lettuce. I just, eat, I just eat rocks and sticks. It's Julie said I could. <laughs> no, but people worry like, oh, they, you want to they help and like, customize it. I'm like, no, really, if I even cheat, I don't feel good. It's not worth it. So I know it works for me, but it doesn't mean everyone needs to be dairy-free, right, Julie? It doesn't mean everyone needs to be without the, obviously, less processed foods. But just because I don't have milk doesn't mean you should, right? No. So that's- And I think that's key, too, is that there are so many fads with these mm-hmm. diets. Even right now with semaglutide, we're looking at all these fad injections. Not that they're bad. It's just that there's certain things that are not going to do well with you. And mm-hmm. so instead of just thinking that you're one of the masses, yeah. really fine tune what is good for you. You're more in tune with your body now because you've had all of this mm-hmm. that you can tell. Not everybody's like that. And some people will never be like that. You, they just, they don't realize when they eat something, just, they might just feel kind of gross maybe a day later. Yep. But when you do do this testing, you will find that you are getting more and more in tune with your body because when you start to feel better and then you have that day of feeling like you used to, you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel that way again. Mm -hmm. What did I just do? Let me go grab my report. Um, (laughs) We forget. We always say, take a snapshot of the foods and everything because this gives us 38 pages of data on you. It's huge. We can have a longevity, I think, if we want it. I mean, for the most of us, we can really plan for that. Bring the team to the party, right? And and do some of the research. And so I really appreciate you, ladies. Any final takeaways for the audience? Well, there is one thing I want to talk about, that there are different types of scans for different things. So one of the ones that just came out is anti-aging. So anything that could be aging your body faster, it's something that's new that's out. We have have a children's one from, is it one to 12 or zero to 12? It's 12 months up to 12 years. Basically, if we get a child who's puberty, then we would move them over into the adult version. Mm-hmm. Well, looks like I'm scheduling for more. Vivian <laughs> needs to come in. We have an athlete's one, a vegan. So really, we okay. can customize any of the reports to the type of lifestyle that you have or what you're looking to hone in on. And that's what's great about that, too. The other thing I was going to mention also is that, you know, the NHL office is in Scottsdale, Arizona. But Carly has the ability to, you know, deliver this testing anywhere in the U.S. and into Canada. So for those individuals that are not local, we still can absolutely, you know, address that need. And just as a little side point, because this Mm -hmm. is a question that comes up pretty regularly, someone sits down and they do the test, you know, they are, you know, a female and they love the test. And one of the things they'll say is, oh my gosh, you know, I have spent thousands of dollars at my vet's office on my dog or on my cat. And they still haven't figured out the digestive issues or, you know, what's going on with their coat or what have you. Well, last year, through decades of research, they finally released the dog and cat report. So no way. It's everybody can do it, including our, our furry little loved ones. Yes. I love that. That on Layla because she had uh, she was at the dermatologist more than I have been. And so it's really great to see if they have dander, if they have the yeast. 
whatever it is to see what exposures they could be having and to help them. So it is great. I mean, let's get real. We love our animals more than we love mm-hmm. humans sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. mean, it is a great way to it can be nicer. take care of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll close with this. How about this? I see you often, Carly, and I keep learning. That's what I love about you. It's it's like, okay, we're, we're going to continue on a track, but we're also going to keep adding. As there's new technology, you don't just stay just kind of complacent. You're always learning. And so I didn't even know this existed. And I know that there's limited time we get to talk, so I can't learn about everything. But we haven't even started talking about the skin and aesthetics of the anti-aging, but we don't have time today. So that'll be another episode for sure. There's so much you guys are doing. So I really appreciate that. I know the listeners will too. highlighting it. Thank you. Yeah. So we'll link up some more things to the website. I want to make sure people can find you or, you know, ask me some of my experiences too. I'd be happy to share. So with that, I think that's a great place to land and we'll talk more about hair loss in our next episode. So thank you, Carly and Julia. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of The Amber Stitch Show. For more information about the podcast, books, articles, and more, please visit me at amberstitt.com. Until next week, enjoy your journey at home and at work. Thank you for listening.